Hi, and welcome to the Buffalo Roundtable Podcast. I am Alex Spencer, and I'm joined today by... Evan DePasquale. Um, so this is officially game week for the first time in months, literal months. And yeah. It's exciting. Can't I, I, I like this is what we've been waiting for ever since 13 seconds. And I was yelling with you about 13 seconds. I've been waiting for this week since January. And I am just, I'm super excited. We can finally now start talking about the 2022 Buffalo bills. And hopefully, you know, this, this turns out to be a really good season. Yeah, so one sign of life for the season beginning is the 53-man roster gets set every year, um, and that happened again this year. So some notable cuts a lot in the 53-man roster. Um, O.J. Howard, really he was the only surprise, in my opinion. Um, Everything else kind of was expected. Um, Money, basically from the financial perspective, I didn't think they would cut ties with him. Um, Yeah. But... But I guess Spot Spot Track posted that um, there's actually since he's re-signed now in Houston, if he plays the entire season, we get 1.6 million back in next offseason. So like that dead cap counts for this year, but we we're going to save that money next year. Which I that wasn't really I don't know if that was public about his money or about his contract, but uh, I guess that means the money really wasn't a factor with OJ Howard, like we thought it would be. Yeah, and and also it comes down to the fact that he just wasn't healthy is just what it what it really in all estimate came out down to was he just he had one practice and he just couldn't stay healthy throughout training camp and um you know you have also Dawson Knox with you and he's an incredible talent and it was just like how can you imagine if they're gonna if are the Bills gonna try and play two or three tight end sets it just I think that looking at it from a Bills perspective, I think that they want to go more wide receiver sets with obviously Diggs Davis, McKenzie, Crowder. Those are probably your top four receivers. And I I think that, you know, now that OJ Howard is going to get a lot of starting time with a, a young, pretty good quarterback in um, uh, Davis Mills. So, I, I think that this this worked out for him. Yeah. Um, honestly, I I think I still wish they would have cut behind one. Honestly, because I don't want the Bills to throw two tight ends on the field a lot, but I want them to have the ability to. You know. Yeah. Um, but also, like you said, he wasn't healthy, and to the best abilities availability, I think at his prime, he's a really good tight end, but I don't think he's that guy anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So I still think he is probably the second best tight end on the roster outside of Knox, but you know, money wasn't wasn't worth it, especially if we're saving that cap going into next year. Um, just throw another receiver on the field. Let's let's run it up. You know. Oh yeah, and I think that this will end up being. You'll see more James Cook in the backfield now, and I think that that's what the the Bills are trying to go for is James Cook catching passes out of the backfield and. Let me tell you, this preseason, again, I'm not taking anything seriously because it's preseason, but it looked pretty solid. So, yeah, you know, I think all our running backs look solid. Um, 
this has not really been baked into our discussion, but it kind of came up naturally here. The running back, the landscape of the running back room is interesting. But also, I think the running back room in combination with Aaron Cromer and the approach that the Bills have going into the season, as opposed to years prior, is really interesting. Um, did you catch Allen's interview with Chris Sims the other day? It's like 33 minutes long. No, I didn't. I've been just so busy, but I, I hear it's I hear it's good. It, it's, it's really, really good. interesting. Um, and he talks a little bit about um, the approach that they're going to have with the run game this year, where it's one, he said they're looking at it from a different perspective, because I think the question was something along the lines of, I'm paraphrasing here, um, what's the biggest difference that personnel like on the offense has changed like going into this year? And he mentions Aaron Cromer specifically, and he says that they're looking at the run game from a different perspective now, and they're going to be more consistent in trying to get it established. And I think having a healthy Zach Moss, adding James Cook, you now have three different type of running backs. At Jevin Secretary, obviously, is the other. Um, you have three different running backs now that can do some damage, and it'll be interesting to see what they do there. I mean, you don't want josh to not be passing the ball but if you can develop a good run game that's very helpful for any team and get it to the point where josh isn't making running the ball as much early in the season i'd rather see him run the ball more towards like december january when the games are even more important but really i i I think that it'll it gets to now you look like you have a really good set of three running backs you got Singletary who's going to be your number one this year and probably be like your first second down back and then you got James Cook who's going to be your your third down back catching passes out of the backfield and then now you got uh, Zach Moss that's going to be your more short yarded situation goal line situation because he's big you know he can you know he's going to make make guys make business decisions let's just say that and I, I think that it's this running back room, I feel like, is the best that I've seen in the McDermott era, and probably the best since I've seen it since LaShawn McCoy is there, as, was with the Bills. Yeah, um, and I think what's going to be interesting to note about the running backs going forward is specifically about James Cook and his ability to pass block. Um, because if you're throwing him on the field and he is a liability as a pass blocker or as a runner, and I'm not saying he's going to be bad at either, it's just it's unknown. We know that he's a good pass catcher at running back. That's great. But if he is able to establish the ability to pass block and the ability to run the ball effectively on a down-to-down basis, he will instantly become our most dominant back. And I I think you could see around week 11, 12, where there's some switch where he takes over for Singletary. I would not be surprised if something like that happens. I wouldn't be surprised about that year. I really think that he's going to be the running back of the future. Hopefully the running back of the future, you know, I feel like the, the bills have not really in the McDermott era have not hit well on running backs. So, I mean, we'll see, but you know, I wouldn't, I, I hope he is. I mean, a lot of people are like on the rich Eisen show after the draft, he was talking about top five draft steals. And he said, number one was the bills taking James cook in the second round. So, Well, speaking of running backs, there was a a fan favorite that kind of erupted over the course of the preseason, and it happens every year. And I think that happens to all 32 teams equally. 
where you get a late round or undrafted running back that runs well against third and fourth string guys who are not going to be in the NFL. And then they get surprised when they don't start over actual NFL running backs. That happened with Raheem Blackshear, who is now a member of the practice squad, um, alongside Isaiah Hodgins, alongside Matt Barkley. And quite frankly, our practice squad is competent enough to be its own team in some regards. Um, obviously, that's mostly a joke, but there's some talent there. There, there really is some depth. Um, and it's going to be exciting. Hopefully, they don't need to be used at all. But I feel confident in the guys if they if their numbers aren't called because injuries are a thing. Yeah, the the practice squad does look really well set. Um, I do like a lot of people were like, um, "Why would you release Isaiah Hodgins?" And or you know they thought he had a good camp. Blah blah blah, and. It was either him or Cam Lewis ended up being making the roster, and they were. Uh, it was him and someone else, and players were like, "Well, why? Why did you release such and such? Because if you release Cam Lewis, he would have immediately been a New York Giant, and you got a written. You got a really good practice squad. I don't think that they're gonna play, but they're they're good to have in the room and." You know, I, I, I think that and also I think that there was um, uh, who was it that he was part of like the one of the first rounds of cuts. Um, uh, was No, not Duke Johnson, um, another wide receiver. He was like part of the kick return. He had uh, I think he Tavon Austin. There we go. It was I knew Austin was in the name, but I couldn't remember. But Tavon Austin, you know, they I think they wanted to cut him early to give him like a shot at making getting on and out of the NFL roster. And if he didn't, they would have um, brought him in onto the practice squad. And I believe they did. So mm-hmm. I I think that, you know, Tavon Austin is a, probably a good, you know, kind of break glass in case of emergency type of player could be your punt returner. If uh, shit hits the fan with, with mm-hmm. uh, injuries or, just fumbling problems with wide receivers because you know how McDermott is with fumbling. You make one fumble, you you like Matt Breida. I'll I'll bring that up. He fumbled the ball once in the win game, like never saw the yeah. field the rest of the season. So McKenzie fumbled on one kick return against the Colts and got he benched. Did not, he barely kicked another or returned another kick for the rest of the mm-hmm. season, but um. Yeah, so I honestly I think this is the most solid roster the Bills have had ever. Oh yeah, like this I, is. I I mean it's deep. It is talented. I I don't look at one position and think that we're we're weak there. Um, I think our O line depth is suboptimal, but I'll if you can find an offensive line in the NFL, the entire NFL that runs two O lines deep of talent, it doesn't exist. So, um, there's just, at the end of the day, that's one of the hardest positions to find is O line, um, especially depth. So I, I think all things considered, we're probably in the best spot we've ever been as a team, and there are no excuses. Mm-hmm. You know, it, uh, this is going to be a really. Oh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be one of those people that's gonna try and enjoy the ride as much as I can. Uh-huh. I don't want like. 
if if they lose week one, you know, knock on wood, if they lose week one, I'm not gonna come on here and say the sky is falling. They need to fire McDermott. I'm not gonna do that because they lost to the they'll be they would have lost to the Super Bowl champions if they if they do mm-hmm. lose on Thursday. Also, you know, like objectively, a week one loss to an NFC opponent is one of the most losable games in the season. Yeah. If you lose to the Rams, I would love to win. It's a primetime game. It's week one. It's a good morale boost. It's but against the, the Super Bowl champions. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can afford to drop this game, and it barely hurts your seat. Every game matters, but I'd rather drop a game against the Rams than drop a game against like, the Dolphins. Like, in-game divisions matter, or in-division games matter, in-conference games matter. So the fact that it's an NFC opponent kind of helps ease me into not <laughs> jumping ship after week one. If we yeah. Lose. I, I, I'm not I'm not concerned at all about week one about week one. You know, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens, but it's it's definitely something that like we'll we'll have to like pump the brakes because this isn't this isn't gonna be the New York Jets that we're gonna be playing mm-hmm. in week one. This is the this is the Super Bowl champions that we're gonna be playing and we'll get into picks later in the show, but I'm telling you, it just I think the bet what what we, what we need to do is just I think we need to work on enjoying the ride and not getting mm-hmm. too complacent or um, pessimistic. Like we we just want to want to make sure that oh looks like uh, lost Dan, but you still got me. Uh, oh my goodness, why did I say Dan? Uh, Alex, excuse me, Alex. Oh my goodness, I I am tired. I need to go to bed. But I think that if you look at it from this roster it is one of the best set rosters there we go i accidentally called you dan by accident i i, I think it oh, means wow. i need some sleep <laughs> um okay well i kind of missed what you said there my computer kind of kind of shit itself but we're, we're back we're good um, uh, i didn't miss much you weren't gone for too long yeah um but yeah kind of piggybacking off what you said i really i think the whole super bowl or bust mentality is kind of a poor way to enjoy football because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, almost like one fourth of games are decided by luck, right? So like the margin for error is incredibly small, no matter how talented your team is, it applies equally across all 32 teams. So just enjoy the ride, right? We have one of the best teams, if not the best roster in the league. Like, let's just like, look, like look at the, 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 uh, the 2020 Bills, they went, what, 6-0 and in one-score games that year? And then mm-hmm. this year, I think they didn't win any one-score games. All their wins came by uh, four, 10 points or more or something like that. I I think that it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to can they win the close games? And I think with the addition of Von Miller, I think that it's, it's going to be more likely. And again, like you said, enjoy the ride it's going to be you know we'll we'll get through it and because if you're going to if you're going to be you know pessimistic the entire time then you're not going to then just like it's almost like you would rather just wait for the season to start rather than the season going if that makes Uh sense yeah um so now we've hit on it a little bit but we're just going to talk bills rams straight up what do you think about this game evan oh the NFL 
perfect that that the fact that they chose this over like I don't know Rams Cowboys or Rams Bucks or something like that. This was perfect because honestly, if it wasn't for 13 seconds, a lot of people could argue that this could have this should have been the super what should have happened in the Super Bowl last year. Um right. and well and so this is this just it, it fits perfectly and I think that it's going to be it's going to be a great way to kick off the year. I can't remember. I mean, last year was pretty a pretty excuse me, a pretty good opener with uh, Dallas and Tampa Bay where Dallas like drove down the field, scored a touchdown, or, like tie the game or take the lead. And then Tampa Bay ends up winning the game. But this is this is going to be perfect. You've got two high powered offenses, um, arguably one of the top four top five quarterbacks in the national football league right now in Josh Allen, you got the, you got, it's, it's just like there's stars on both sides of the ball with, you know, Von Miller and uh, Aaron Donald and Stefan Diggs, Cooper cup and you know, Gabriel Davis. We'll see what kind of step he takes after the big game he had in Kansas city. This is gonna This is the best game that the NFL could have picked out when the schedule came out back in like May or April. I'm, I'm just, I'll, I'll like, the one thing that I just will say is I'm now trying to find a way to watch the game because we cut the cord on cable. And so for so many years of my life, I was used to just being able to just turn on the TV. Now I got to like find a different way to get, get the game like i'm like having to go like get an antenna and it's i I, or go or i had to go to a bar or something like that but i'm just i'm super excited it's it's awesome i'm i'm out in college dude i got no cable box over here um i got the nfl plus subscription like the five bucks a month thing but uh that's that's just ass that is awful (laughs) it's such a bad service Uh, but I think if I hook up my parents' like cable account, I should be able, I should be good. But um, it's it's gonna be a good game. I'm really excited. Um, I there's not much to say. It's gonna be interesting with new offense, uh, new offense coordinator that is um, a lot of new pieces. It's gonna be fun. Really tough matchup. Probably the best defense we're gonna play face all year. Um, <laughs> We'll see what happens. It's going to be a fun game, though. I, th- I think the big X factor for this game is going to be Gabriel Davis because of because I'd assume that Ramsey's going to be locked on digs, and we're going to now have to see is is Davis the the quote unquote number two uh cor- uh I almost said quarterback uh wide receiver. Yeah, I know. I need. I need. I'm. I'm spent. But we're, I'm we're, telling we're you, we're burning the midnight oil here. So to speak. <laughs> um, I I think my X factor for this game is Kyrie Elam because oh yeah, that's a good one. Conversely, we're gonna be without Trey White for the first four games. Can't can't practice. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he's not back till Green Bay. Yeah, that would because now that he's on the reserve, he's on the the pup list. Uh, he can't practice with the team for the first four games. Uh, and it's not like first four weeks; it's first four games. So he has he has to really work on making sure 
that you know he's ready to go. I I I would like to have him back for Kansas City, but I don't think so. I think also a big X factor is Taron Johnson. Taron uh-huh. Johnson, I would not be surprised if he is on Cooper Cup the entire game and because Cooper Cup mostly works from the slot and Taron Johnson is one of the best slot corners in the NFL. So the, that'll be that's probably the key matchup of the of the that game is the the cup uh battle with uh Taron Johnson. I think ultimately what it's gonna boil down to is one, the health of Jordan Poyer. I mean, it's assumed that he's going to be back. Um, Beans already said that if it was a uh, regular season, he'd be playing right now. Um, so he'll play week one. But the ability to have two all-pro safeties in the back to diversify looks and confuse Stafford is more important, in my opinion, than an individual like cornerback to receiver matchup because that's much more rare now. You're not going to, the Bills are not going to be running man coverage against the Rams. Not a lot, at least. So, the ability to diversify our looks and to play true to our scheme, that is going to be most important. But, you know, it takes all of them people to make an impact. So we'll see what ends up happening. But time to lock in some picks. So we already discussed Bills Rams. Um, so I got the Bills spending this game because I have to. Yeah, I, I, I do too. I think that, you know, what we went over, th- this is going to, I feel like this is going to come down to like a field goal something like that this is going to be close if if it is a blowout on like on either side i'll be a little shocked but at the same time not too shocked i think i think more likely it's going to be whose defense is going to come up bigger and you mentioned stafford with the elbow i and you know you got to you got hide employer in uh going to be ma- making so many different looks i think that that will be the difference in what helps what helps the bills uh move to a one and oh record but again this is also like i wouldn't be surprised if this goes the other way this is yeah, like, that, i mean this really this game could go either way but this is like the build games all i'm always going to take the bills like even if we had like uh drew um, and speaking of people I can't pick against, Eagles, Lions, J- Jared Goff. I mean, look, if you were with us for WBNY, you knew, you know, my fixation with uh, Jared Goff. He is going to win MVP this year, if we're being honest. Um, the Lions, I mean, I'm all in on Dan Campbell. I, I think he is probably the best head coach in the league. Definitely not a joke. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm picking the Lions over the Eagles. Who, who even is Jalen Hurts? Like, <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with the Eagles on this one. I I just really have liked what I've seen, they, what they've done this off season. I think I think the Lions will put up a good matchup, uh, but I think that with the wide receivers now that they got. Um, uh, AJ Brown, I think that that's gonna really just help them. And and I have I have Philadelphia winning the NFC East this this year. I don't I. It's not gonna be it's not gonna be fucking Dallas because Dallas is literally. I want to just like I I'm like Stephen A with Cowboy fans. I hate <laughs> I hate Dallas Cowboy fans because they're gonna be like 
We're going to go to the Super Bowl. Even though we just went 3-13 and 13 this past year, we're going to win the Super Bowl. What? Just no. That's, that's, that's how I look at it when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. So you're locking in the Eagles? Locking in the Eagles, baby. All right. Next matchup, 49ers versus the Bears. I'll let you go first. The Bears are probably going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. And it's unfortunate because you have a really promising quarterback in Justin Fields. But I I would not be surprised if this ends if the 49ers are like back in the NFC Championship game or back in the Super Bowl because they have a really talented roster. And you know, we're gonna we'll we'll see what um, Trey Lance looks like. But you know what? I, I think he looks good. I think I think that he'll be good and like say he gets hurt. Then you can now you've got a competent backup quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo who, you know, where they restructured his contract, who's gonna and eventually help you out. Yeah, I mean I gotta go with the Niners too. Um, I have been going to the Super Bowl this year. We haven't done we're not doing our Super Bowl predictions today, but We'll do them next week. Right now, yeah. Um, I really like the Niners. I really like the Niners. Um, I, I think if they started Trey Lance last year, it probably would have made it to Super Bowl. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what they do this year. But I'm picking them over the Bears week one. One week at a time. Um, this one's interesting. In division, Steelers at Bears. I. If it's Kenny Pickett, if it's Mitchell Trubisky, the Bengals are kicking ass. You have arguably one of the best offenses and one of the most dangerous passing attacks in the NFL right now. There's there's just no way around it. I I, I wouldn't say they're going to win big. And also TJ Watt, I don't know what his status is going to be because he hurt himself in the final preseason oh, game. You know, I think the best idea was healthy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just remember hearing him, you know, just go down and get hurt. I I still think that Joe Burrow is our is one of the top six quarterbacks in the NFL, and he's going to lead the Bengals to victory. Okay, I'm the level with you here. I uh, I think my hot take going into the season, and it's not. I'm not the only person who said this. I don't think the Bengals will make the playoffs this year. No, really. I think it also has to deal. Like, I think that they they're gonna make it into they're gonna make the playoffs because they're in just a. Well, I don't want to say crap division, but you got the Ravens, and then I think the Ravens are winning the division this year. And then you got eleven, and then you have eleven games with no Deshaun Watson. So that's kind of where I see it all. I just I don't. When I look at the Bengals last season, Gilbert was very good. Camacho was very good. There's just a few things about that team that kind of that kind of irked me because the way they the way they advanced throughout the playoffs, they were by far the luckiest team in the league last year. And that's not to take away from them. I think it's just an objective truth. How many games did they win off of a tipped interception going their way? They, they faced Patrick Mahomes as if he got off like a four-day bender and forgot how to play football for a half. If you, 
played at like Jimmy Garoppolo level, they would have gotten their asses beat. So like, they're good, but I think you have a Mike Tomlin-led defense, which is terrifying. And I think this kind of reminds me of week one last year against the Steelers, Bill Steelers. Everybody was picking the Bill's defense. And they had the better offense, they had the better team overall, nobody's arguing that. But I think in week one, when you're working out kinks of a new offense, not that they're going to a new entirely new offense, but it's a new season, to work and help some things. I would not be surprised to see my talent take advantage of that. And you don't need a high scoring game to beat the Bengals. I don't think the Steelers are gonna be a high scoring team, but the same Bengals team almost lost to the Titans last year, like a sixteen point they had like what, 16 points against the Titans in the playoffs? So they can't go up losing those games, and I think they have to be. I don't know how to do it, but. No, going I, on. Going on to next week. Pat's Dolphins. Ugh. Um, two of my least favorite teams, and I gotta go to the Dolphins here. I gotta go to the Dolphins. I'm gonna go to the Dolphins, and I'm gonna wanna throw up in the process because. But it all comes down, it comes down to just the fact that. Miami looks like a better team and the Patriots I I'm picking the Patriots to be last in the AFC I think the Patriots might have the first overall pick next year if they do oh my god I don't want it I'm gonna end up hearing if they are (laughs) they get the first pick Belichick's a genius oh my god look at how smart he is he is playing chess while everybody else is playing check Belichick is the most overrated person in the NFL right now. No, <laughs> I'm not driving off the sport. Okay, let's move on before I end up with Belichick. Uh, Panthers Browns, the Baker Mayfield revenge game. I'm going to fuck him up. Isn't that what he said? <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going Panthers, yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck him up, and he is. And he is going to fuck him up. I think people forget how... How decent of a quarterback Baker Mayfield can be. I, I think they'll be fine. He he You're not playing the Watson. He took the Browns to the playoffs, and the reason why he probably didn't do it last year was because of the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, you know, it wasn't his throwing shoulder, but still, when you're trying to throw and you have another shoulder that just doesn't feel comfortable, you, you lose some elbow grease on that. I don't know that from. Yeah, it it. So. He he. I'm not saying that the Panthers are gonna end up like going to the playoffs or anything, and he's gonna save yeah. Matt Rule's job. But I think that this, I think that he is gonna be the quarterback for the Panthers, and I wouldn't be surprised if next next year he's, you know, after the season he might get I don't know, maybe like a one or two year deal, see how it goes, and if. It's not working out. They'll just um, they just won't resign him. But yeah, like Panth- the Panthers are gonna blow out the Browns. Hey, did you hear about this very interesting stat about the Cleveland Browns? Hmm. They have not won a reg uh, a Week One road playoff game since 1992, I believe. One in their first rendition of the Cleveland Browns, they have not won a Week One game in like twenty years. That's how bad they are on Week One. 
I mean, they had that one time where they tied the the Steelers, but that's the last time that the Browns ever like came close to winning Week One. Interesting. Um, next week or next game, Colts versus Texans. Um, this sounds like a really boring game, honestly. And I'm gonna go Colts because I think the Texans have a good team that they're building. Um, they're young, they're developing, but the Colts are just solid. And Matt Ryan, I mean, he'll make the playoffs this year, and he'll be he'll be a good nine to eleven win team. Yeah, I think we'll get one from the Texans. Yeah, the Colts are gonna the Colts are gonna win this game. I I have them win the AFC South, and but it's it's more so. I don't want to say that the Colts are good. It's more so just the fact that the Texans are bad. Um, and it is a combination of both. I really do think. Um, you know, I think that. Uh, that Jonathan Taylor is going to, you know, run for a hundred yards, and Matt Ryan will probably throw around like maybe 200, 250, maybe maybe around there, and it's it's going to be a, a cakewalk for the Colts. All right, well, Saints versus Falcons. I'm looking for the this one. I am looking forward to seeing what. Uh, Jameis Winston can do with a healthy um, Michael Thomas because I almost said Demaryius Thomas for some reason. Michael Thomas. Uh, yeah, rest in peace, man. But but anyways, it, it it's with a, a with the, with uh, Michael Thomas and you know you got Alvin Kamara. I wouldn't be surprised if how I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints tried to. You know, battle for the NFC South. I think that they are a, a, a sneaky. I think they're a sneaky contender. And also the fact that the Falcons have uh, just Marcus Mariota at quarterback, who I just won't really believe it in at all. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think I think what everybody's trying to do is do the formula that the Kansas City Chiefs did where it was sit your uh, your draft pick for week, for the first season then put them in in their second season and hopefully they turn into Patrick Mahomes not everybody is Patrick Mahomes so I can't really you can't really say I mean Josh Allen they were thinking that they were going to try and do this with Josh Allen he ended up having to come in in week one I mean it took some time but <laughs> They sat on my Nathan Peterman. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just crazy to think that Nathan Peterman beat out Josh Allen. Like looking at it now, there's no way. I I will tell you. I'll say this right now. I don't think there's if if you were to have like say, Allen and Mahomes were on the same team, just like theoretically speaking. Just I wouldn't be surprised if Allen is the starting quarterback. Because you don't. It, it, it's I, a hot take, but, you know. I mean, it's, it's really weird. Like, it's hard to compare quarterbacks, especially across teams, across schemes. I look at, like, pure ability, and this has nothing to do with three points, so it's kind of going off my connection. But, like, when you're addressing a quarterback, 
it's what can he bring to the table. Like, Allen has an ability that I think Lamar Jackson's really the only quarterback besides him that has the ability to run the way he does, and lethal as he does. And some people will use that to discredit Lamar, and I don't think that you should. I mean, that's like, you know, people call him a running back. He's really funny, but like, it's deadly. A quarterback running all over you is horrendous. But Lamar does not have the arm. The body of work is a goer that Josh has, he just doesn't. You know, it's not the play not. he's still a top 10 quarterback, I'd say, but just there's no quarterback in the league right now that has that whole complete package of being a pure runner, a pure passer. And it's not to take away from the homes, because he can run too, but it's just it's different. So I think you're right. Um, but on the same token, I think Mahomes has had a better career than Allen. And so far. I wouldn't be surprised. So far, but I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the day, Mahomes goes down and had a better career. I don't think it's a slight in a talent. Whatever. We'll move on. Uh, oh, I brought up Lamar Jackson, and I didn't even know that for the next game we going to discuss. And they are playing in the PR And as I mentioned earlier, I have the race winning the division. Um, and in doing so, they're going to start off in 1 0. After the milk hunter himself, Zach Is he? Is he going to be? Re- he's ready for week one. I yeah. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, don't black on my like, swing and all of that. Hang on a second. I didn't even think about that. Don't I, I, I Joe Flacco or <laughs> Zach Wilson. It's not going to matter. A fully healthy Ravens team is extremely dangerous. They were the number one seed before. Lamar went down and was out and their just their season just kind of collapsed. I think that I think that the Ravens will win this game and probably win it when it decisively. It'll be all done in the first quarter. Um ooh, this one, this is this is one that I make sure you're TV around for this one for Yes! I was literally looking at my phone, I got I I got this one. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars are going 1-0. They're going to beat the Washington Commanders. I, why not? <laughs> you know what? Why not? I, I think that, uh, I think you got, uh, I mean, I don't, the coaching is pretty solid on both sides, pretty equal. Uh, I'm looking at it. Yeah, they don't have Urban Meyer anymore. So I'm interested to see him what the Jaguars got. That's my that like if I was a betting man, that'd be my sneaky pick. I would pick the Jaguars to win this game. No, I kinda of think you're right. I, I think I'm gonna win Jags, but I also wouldn't be surprised if the game ends in like a three to three tie. It's like the most boring game in football ever. But yeah, I think the Jags Um in almost like a complete bullet shit going into this next game here. Raiders Chargers. Oh, this is a more interesting matchup for me. How is that and... not like a? Well, that's Sunday, four o'clock. So that's still a pretty solid game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Raiders on this one. I'm gonna be. Really? Yeah, I I think that Devonte Adams will make Derek Carr. Derek Carr was not a bad is not a bad quarterback. I feel like that's yeah. what people just always think that, that that that's what happens and you know what i'm i'm gonna be a sneaky this is gonna be sneaky pick that but i'm i'm gonna go with the raiders on this one and i mean who knows i 
I do I do want to see the Chargers play like here's the thing Justin Herbert can look so great but there were some times where I saw um, videos of him just throwing just like absolutely terrible interceptions like yeah and like look my fantasy team wants uh, Devontae Adams to go off every single week like that that would help but on a real note like I I think the Raiders are one of the most complete teams in football. Uh, so then I, I don't think they have much elite talent across the board. They definitely have a lot of elite players, like Buckley Adams, Hunter Renfro, like don't get me wrong, Darren Wally, all three of those guys are phenomenal. But they have, they're just solid. They don't have a lot wrong with them. I think their quarterback ultimately will hold them back. I think he's good, don't get me wrong, but I think he's also easily the worst quarterback in that division. And that's not necessarily a slight because you're in a division with Justin Herbert, um, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes. So it's kind of hard to not be the worst quarterback in that division because those are three top five quarterbacks pretty easily. Um, I think I think it'll be a close game. I'm gonna put I'm gonna pick the Chargers. Um, let me tell you, man, playing against them on Madden 23, I want to blow my brains out. That is like the most annoying team to play against because they have. They made Mike Williams look the best receiver in the game because I don't know why, but every single ball that he's thrown at him just comes from the But, <laughs> moving on. Um, who are we seeing with the ball? Uh, Titans and the Giants. Um, Titans, I mean, I have zero interest in watching this game. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I want to say the Giants, but I, I gotta go with the Titans. Like I, I just there has been nothing that has shown me that Daniel Jones is a competent quarterback that deserves a contract extension. It just, it just doesn't. I mean, he can prove me wrong, but I, I just think that, that as of right now, just looking at who has the better offense, it's the Titans, and. Hopefully, in my fantasy league, probably won't happen. I can get Derek Henry. He'll probably be long gone by the time I'm picking. Who are you picking? If if I have the opportunity to pick Derek Henry, which I, yeah, if I'm picking, I'm in a ten man league. I'm picking last. The first one to give uh. put put my deposit in for this league, and I got fucking last in my draft. It's a snake draft. It's a snake draft, bro. It's a snake trap, but... There's a lot of value in having a back-to-back pick, especially 10 and 11. That's really... You could set yourself up. No, I don't think Derek Henry is going to be there at 10. I don't think so, but I think I'll find... I, I think I'll find a good running back uh, at uh, at 10 and maybe then a, a good wide receiver at 11 you or know, a good quarterback. You know, you know what you want to do? If you want to win your fantasy, 10, Josh Allen, 11, step on there. Oh, it's... It. Josh Allen will probably be gone, be gone by third or fourth. If, if he's there, can you take him? Oh, yeah. I'm taking Josh Allen if he's there. If he's there, I mean, I might actually wait till my second pick to take him if he's there. I would take I'm someone else. Picks. Yeah, if I have back-to-back picks, I'm taking him. I'll take him second. Which okay, would be well, <laughs> moving on to a battle of two. Well, one really good quarterback and one... Really good Call of Duty game of uh, the Chiefs and Cardinals. Um, 
I think it's a cardinal summon spam. Ooh. Um, not because I think the cheats are bad, but I think they're gonna have a little growing pains early on. I don't get the blast you, but they also don't have Tiger Toe anymore. Uh, so seeing how they can get by without Tiger Toe is a big question mark for me. You still have Patrick Mahomes, they're still gonna be a top five offense next year. But I think they may struggle early on. They wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I I I, I still I still had to go with the Chiefs I, with this one. I think that again, I, when you said who's a good, I was like, who's the good Call of Duty player? And then I was like, oh, probably, probably the guy that got told you had to study four hours a week by yourself so there's no distractions, and even called the press conference to talk about this. Um, yeah, it's. It, I, I, I'd say it, it'll be it'll be high. And also, isn't DeAndre Hopkins out for the first ten games this season, or was that six? So yeah, I think without DeAndre Hopkins, I think that that will end up hurting uh, Arizona, and I, I think that that's why I pick. I'll pick Kansas City in this game. All right. Well, we got a classic matchup, one of the most memorable matchups ever in football. Packers Vikings. Ooh. Okay. Um. I'm gonna go with uh, I'll go with the I'll go with the Vikings on this one. I think that oh. this it that it's uh Justin Jefferson is arguably the second or best wide receiver in the NFL right now. Um, kind of hurts me a teensy bit that the Bills traded that pick, which ended up being Justin Jefferson. But I'm not I'm not complaining about that. But it, it is it is going to be a you know you're in Minnesota it's going to be a, a shootout and you know I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to look like without Devontae Adams and I mean maybe he'll prove me wrong Aaron Rodgers has proven many people wrong so I, I wouldn't be surprised but I'm just right now I'm going to take I'm going to take Minnesota in, in this one I mean, it's gonna be hard to make this pick without knowing how much, uh, how many drugs um, Roger is gonna be on before this game. Um, he admitted to being on for a few games. He also did DMT. Um, if he's completely sober, I think they'll lose. But if he's drugged out of his mind, let's, let's get crazy and Roger just spin that shit. Um, I, I don't know. I I think the Vikings are kind of a safe pick here, which is kind of crazy to say, but I I don't like the team. I really don't. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is undoubtedly the best quarterback in football. And there's no argument against that. But the rest of that... NFL Top 100 might beg to differ. Well, um, but I just... The rest of that team is not very good. It's just not. And I, I think you can run the ball well with Dalvin Cook. Kirk Cousins is not going to lose you the game. Like you said, there's Justin Jefferson. You got Adam Thielen still. That's a good team in Minnesota, and I think they will do more. I mean, I think they'll do more to beat the, to beat the Packers this week. That's going to be a fun matchup. And I know who you're picking for this next one, so I'm not even going to ask you. Um, so Evan thinks the Cowboys are going to win. Let's just get that out of the way. No, I just... Um, Micah Parsons is going to blow Tom Brady out of the water 
and uh, Trayvon Diggs is going to get a pick six, and Cowboys, how about them Cowboys is freaking Skip Bayless always says, my my Cowboys is uh, my Cowboys. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I'm obviously kidding on this. I mean, I would love to see it just because I just love, I, I, there's nothing that warms my heart more than Brady losing. But, um, you know, this is again, I think this will be a, you know what? I'm going to take, uh, Dallas in this one just off the fact that, that it's in Jerry world. Honestly, I'm kind of leaning towards Dallas too, mainly because the Buccaneers have no offensive line. Like they have Tristan Morris, but the rest of that line is hurt. They could get decimated up front, and if you lose in the trenches, I mean, yeah, you got Tom Brady, but you got Michael Parsons bearing down on you every two seconds. It's gonna be hard to play football. So, I think the, the Cowboys might win this game, honestly. Um, and our last matchup of the week is Monday Night Football. Rocco's country, let's ride. <laughs> I'm tired for that shit to feel like but, but I'll let you go first. Well, let's ride with we're we're gonna ri- we're gonna ride with uh, the the Denver Broncos on this one. Like, just it's it's gonna show Russell Wilson is gonna show Pete Carroll why he made the stupid fucking mistake of trading him instead of paying him. And conversely, conversely, I think Drew Locke from the sidelines, because he's not starting, Geno Smith is, but mm-hmm. listen, I think from the sidelines, Drew Locke is going to be lip syncing along to, to rap song on the sidelines. And we're going to look at someone look at, who's the fucking Broncos GM, John Elway? Is he still on the show over there? Uh, I don't, maybe, I, th- I don't think he's the GM anymore. I think he's, um, uh, let me look this up. Uh, uh, he, I think he's like now more like up in the. Uh, I apologize, I'm not up to date on the inner workings of the Broncos. George, George Payton, who is the Payton, their general okay. manager. He's gonna stare George Payton in the eye. Yeah, think about what Zach Wilson does to mothers, and you know, go from there. Your lock is he's that guy. So I think the Seahawks are going this game. I, th- I think really oh, okay all righty then listen it, would it really be a podcast if we came out here and we picked the best team to win every single week would that be entertaining no. i know that would just be like you're literally you could if you like literally you could just go to your e- like espn all right line has the line has the bills as favorites so let's pick the bills we'll pick the saints we'll pick the 49ers pick the Bengals, etc. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Okay, Sometimes. True odds. You know, Smith. They're gonna swing that shit. Russell Wilson. I. That new contract. He's tied to Denver for his 40. Oh yeah, and I he mean better, even. <laughs> he better play good. Oh yeah. Contract, a lot of money. I they think he will. Hope he gets about to prime up. I think he will. But what if he? What if he is who he was last year? He was awful last year. But also, he was a hurt and B playing in a uh, a style where they probably wanted to run the ball more than pass, even though they had DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Russell Wilson. 
I, I agree. Those are all very valid points, but you looked like shit last year. And there's no way around it. So I think he'll do a lot better next or this year. But it's still an interesting, uh, interesting topic to keep an eye on because who knows what if he stinks and they're stuck with him for <laughs> seven years. Uh, but that that whole division though, that NFC or NFC West, or AFC West, sorry, um, that AFC West division, that's a tough, <laughs> tough, tough track. Whoever wins that division can have a good season. Oh yeah, good season. Whoever comes out of the AFC unscathed is going to be probably the Super Bowl favorite. Mm-hmm. Because who's who's the NFC favorite right now? Tampa, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay and then LA are the two NFC favorites right now. Yeah, so I I struggle to find an AFC team that's not going to be favored in a Super Bowl matchup. You know, I I just if it, if it's Tampa Bay and Buffalo in the Super Bowl, I just I don't know if I could handle hearing about hearing Tom Brady for two weeks and how he's dominated the Bills and blah 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 blah. blah. I just I couldn't. But how handle. how satisfying would that be, though? It would be, it would be satisfying, but I just, I just know that if it, I guess it's just as me being pessimistic. I just know that all I'd be hearing about those two weeks was how much, how Tom Brady just dominated the Bills for twenty years. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Well, let let's see it happen. You know, let's see it happen. I will not complain about any potential Super Bowl matchups in Bills. <laughs> so yeah. I'll take I'll take whoever. We can play the fucking Lions. Actually, that Super Bowl would be oh that'd be awesome. Jared that would Bob. be awesome. See the Lions cool. and the Bills in the Super Bowl. That would That's be. My pick. That's my pick. <laughs> <And>, um, <laughs> Dan Campbell. He's a. That would be a fun <laughs> interview. Just like I feel like him on Media Day would be like the biggest ticket. That would be, I like even as a Bills fan, like I would obviously be like distraught if we lost. But if Dan Campbell, and Jared Goff won a Super Bowl, that'd be fucking hilarious. I was, I, I you, you know what? I could not be upset about that because I feel like Lions fans have suffered more than Bill, a little, a little bit more than Bills fans. It's interesting because like they, they haven't even had the ability to suffer, right? Because like the Bills have had some success to where they've gotten to the Super Bowl and they've lost. Executively, the Lions just never made it. <laughs> They've never had the ability to feel that defeat. So that's interesting. That's I mean, the, the, the Lions, the Lions were lose. cursed, and like uh, there were one of their old quarterbacks was just, you know what? What I'm gonna, I'm gonna curse you, and the Lions will not win anything for 50 years. And once that 50, once that 50th year came around, that was uh, 2008. And they went 0 oh, 16. <laughs> oh my god. I, I love it. Like the Lions are probably my second favorite team. And I hope they do well this year. Except when we they play the Bills. That's gonna be a tough pick, dude. Come Thanksgiving. Am I gonna have to pick against Jared Goff? <laughs> yes. That's gonna dude. I'm gonna call a pie out of that game, I think. Can we can we pie? <laughs> <laughs> I hate ties so much. My buddy Brit, my buddy Brayton Wilson loves ties, but I hate ties. I hate them. I'd rather just continue as overtimes. Yeah, find a winner. But um, dude, I, I can't bet against Jared Goff. Awesome. 
Yes, you can. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't bet against the Bills either. Shit. I'm going to think about this for the next 12, 13 weeks, whatever it is. It's going to be a while. It's, it's going to be weighing on my mind heavy. I made a slip of coin. That's probably how I'm going to decide it. <laughs> Let God decide. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we've reached the end of our program here. So thank you all for sticking through. Um, we'll be here next week sometime to discuss the events of week one. And football has begun. And I could not be happier. Woo! Uh, well, I've been Alex. I've been Evan. Go Bills. Go Bills.